Welcome to the audio handbook of the Marvel Universe, a character-by-character look at the coolest heroes and villains that Marvel Comics has to offer. You can thank us later. For now, just listen. Hey, cool breeze. This is me, Icy Robots, and we're back with another super exciting, super fun episode of the Audio Handbook of the Marvel Universe. This time out, we're going to take a look at one of my favorite characters of all the time in space. He lives in Hell's Kitchen. He's a lawyer. He is uh, impaired in the sight department. He's a hit with the ladies. He is a guy that goes by the name of Daredevil. We're going to get to that in a sec, but until we do, let's light this incense. Let's bang this gong. I started reading Daredevil way back in 1998. I was a giant Kevin Smith fan. I was into the View Askew universe and all that wacky stuff. My guy, my guy Kevin Smith really made being a comic fan an acceptable part of of life. And I, I, I was down with that. I, I had been hiding in the shadows for too long. It was time to get out there, cause some trouble, get into some mischief and read some Daredevil. Our guy, our guy Smith took over in 1998. And this was... This was a really big uh, intro into comics for a lot of people, man. This was a big title, very successful, very popular, and also very good. And it was enough to keep my character interest in Murdoch high enough that I I still read it today. I still read Daredevil. If you if you based your favorite character upon the amount of comics you have of said character, you would have to say that Daredevil is in fact my favorite because I have. I have well over a long box full of Daredevil books. I just say, I, I don't know. I like the guy. I think he's a cool character, and he's very, very fun, fun and, and interesting. And they've really, they've really put a lot of top-notch writers behind him ever since uh, Smith uh, took over. You had Smith, then you had Bendis, you had Mark Wade, you had uh, Brubaker, Phil Brubaker, and now you have Chip Zdarsky, who's really, really killing it. I'm into it. I love it. I still read it every month. I look forward to it, and I... I hope that by the time this is all over that you guys love Daredevil as much as I do. I don't know if that's possible because I love him with all my heart. But I hope I hope that in some ways I've imparted some of my love into you. And you can feel it. You can have it. And you're going to go out there and read some Daredevils now in the present. So let's um, let's look into this a bit and find out some some kind of personal details about him. Height, weight, that, that kind of stuff. Personal details. Height, weight and that sort of thing. Daredevil's real name is Matthew Michael Murdoch. His occupation is that of a lawyer. His legal status is an American citizen with no criminal record. That that might not be accurate up to date. Hopefully we can talk about that in a little bit. Identity secret. Former alias Michael Murdoch. Place of birth, New York. Marital status, single. Known relatives, John Battle and Jack Murdoch. Father, Deceased, Grace Murdoch, mother. He also has a twin brother who pops up at one point. This this is kind of past the days of the uh, the good old handbook. Base of operations in New York, like we said. First appearance, Daredevil number one. That's, that's a comic I want super bad. Our guy is six feet tall. He weighs 200 pounds. He has eyes of blue and hair of red. Every once in a while, if I remember, I hop on over to marvelfandom.com, get a little little past the good old handbook and see what uh, they have as far as this power grid. His his intelligence is rated as a 3, strength also a 3, speed a 2, durability a 2, 
energy projection four. I'm gonna imagine that's his uh, his throwing stick, but I I know not really what they what they mean there. His fighting skills are a five. Our guy is a very very good fighter. That's a pertinent data. He has some kind of he has some kind of ninja training and stuff. He's he's been all around and he's done all kinds of stuff. He's a human but also has some extra abilities. Let's let's dig into the uh, background of, of Daredevil a bit. We're going to find out how he got his powers, what he does with them, his basic backstory, that kind of thing. Character bio. Like, how did they get their powers and stuff like that? I would say, honestly, even more than Spider-Man, even more than uh, Brooklynite Captain America, that Daredevil is the quintessential New York character. He rules Hell's Kitchen with an iron fist. Over the years, he's been the kingpin of Hell's Kitchen. He's been the guardian of Hell's Kitchen. He's been, been the, the devil of Hell's, Hell's Kitchen. Kitchen. This guy is just New York through and through, and... I would imagine that his tale begins there, but let's find out. Let's find out together. It's fun to enjoy and fun to learn. Matthew Murdoch was the son of a small-time prize fighter who was determined that his son not follow in his footsteps. Though young Murdoch promised his father to study hard and do well in school, he also found time for daily workouts with his father's punching bag and weight equipment. I can see it in my head as plain a day, young little, little Matt Murdock at the gym with his dad. His dad has never really quite reached the top of the boxing world. He's out there, he's a name, people know who he is, but he's not he's not pulling in those championship money. So it's him and his dad living together. They spend a lot of time at the gym. Matt goes to school, then he comes down afterwards and he hangs out, hangs and clangs a little bit, punches the bag a little bit, spends time with his dad who lives that lives that hard life of a boxer. That's a tough world, man. A lot of training, a lot of brutality, a lot of corruption, a lot of crookedness. And it's like, it's hard on your brain. It's hard on your brain. It's hard on your body. It's hard on your pocketbook. But when you're, when you're a guy like Badlin Jack Murdoch, this is the only way that you know to get by. You don't, you don't work in a factory. You don't drive a cab. You bust faces for a living. And bust faces, he continues to do despite it not being the, the economically most viable thing. I think that I think that a lot of time when it, when a guy's like a fighter, when a guy's a warrior, it's kind of it's kind of inbred into them to some degree that that they just have to go out there and they have to compete in in, in the ultimate of sports, the the combats of sports. And I would also imagine that somebody who has these combats of sports inside their blood, they they try to pass some of that on to their 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 younger uh, the younger generation. I am certain that uh, despite not really wanting him to follow into pugilism, that he did, in fact, learn some uh, pugilism skills upon young Matt. The story continues. One day while in college, Murdoch saw a truck about to hit a blind man. Hurling himself in front of the truck, Murdoch managed to save the man and himself from being struck. However, a canister of radioactive waste materials that the truck was carrying broke open nearby and Murdoch was bombarded by radiation. This unknown radiation blinded him but also mutagenically heightened his remaining four senses and granted him an extrasensory radar sense. What we learn here is that Matt Murdoch is a hero through and through. He sees a guy hard of seeing he's going to get squished by a truck and what does he do? He jumps out there, but he manages he manages to get both of them out of the way. That's the thing. They both escape, but the truck the truck probably hit the brakes. It skidded. These chemicals fell out. They're like right into Murdoch's eyes, and he was blinded. But 
This also gave him the ability of sight beyond sight, like a like a thundercat. And he was able to hear things in a way that uh, made the locale of the sound more visible than it would be to somebody somebody like us. It gave him heightened uh, touch, smell, hearing. I remember one time uh, that that Daredevil had come into the Avengers base, and his his good friend Luke Cage's baby was there, and the smell of the diaper. The smell of the diaper in the diaper genie was so much that Daredevil had to go outside and catch his breath because he couldn't he couldn't be around it. I also saw him one time around Squirrel Girl, and then the, the the smell of her squirreliness was enough that he had to he had to vacate the premises. I think that 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 right there that's a real hard power. That's really tough because there are smells everywhere. I do not by any means have super smell, and I I find myself bombarded by these odors all the time. I can't even imagine that like. I have the power of super smell and that like I'll I don't know how could you go how could you go anywhere restaurants would be unbearable the streets would be unbearable with the with the sewers around if you went into like if you went to the woods you would smell the carrion you would smell the mold I I don't know that would be almost unbearable and I, I do I do recall that the the the, the senses kind of the kind of drove Murdoch into the the edge of insanity until uh, a mentor a mentor by the name of Stick came and taught him how that he could also like take these senses and use them to be sort of like sort of like a ninja assassin like stick was that's all that's all frank miller stuff and i got to admit a lot of that is before my time with daredevil i know about it i'm aware of it i've read some of the stuff in collected editions but it's not as ingrained in my brain as some of the uh, some of the later stuff let us continue on when Murdoch's father was gunned down by gangsters for refusing to pretend to lose a prize fight, Murdoch fashioned himself a costume and went forth to seek revenge. Catching the two men responsible for his father's death, Murdoch decided to continue to use his special skills to battle crime incognito, operating under his childhood nickname, Daredevil. Having your parents get killed is something that they go to over and over and over again because comics are, by and large, intended for children. And I think, like, as a child, there's nothing scarier than the idea of having your, your parents pass away and that you'll you'll be left all alone. So they go, you know, Batman. All these guys, they lose their parents. I also think that it's a motivation that's easy for anybody to understand. It's like your parents get killed and then you you strike into action out of out of rage, out of anger, out of sadness, out of... Out of all these things, but it's 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 weird. I, I always feel uncomfortable anytime I read this origin because still, even you know, even now, the idea of like having your parents getting gunned down by gangsters for failing to pretend to lose a, a prize fight is is really sad. But I I don't know. I wonder. I wonder if Battle and Jack should have just done it. The the family needed the money. It isn't like like his career is going anywhere, and it's not. It's honestly not like it's that bad to work a fight. I'm a I'm a fan of pro wrestling. I watch all kinds of worked entertainment and by and large I'd have to say I don't I honestly don't care if somebody throws the fight. I honestly don't care if somebody throws the game. I guess if you I guess if you gamble on these kind of things, you probably would you would worry about that a lot more than I do, but I myself I don't I don't worry about that. So maybe I don't know, maybe Battle and Jack should just rolled over. The family could have used the loot. Like I just said, but still. Very sad. Very sad for Battle and Jack. And much like 
Much like Batman, this led to a uh, an obsessive nature. Our guy, our guy Daredevil, is fueled by guilt, and he's fueled by all kinds of things. It just like just like get him out there and drive him into the streets, drive him to fight crime, drive him to just be obsessive. He spends all day, all the live long day, in the offices of uh, Murdoch and Nelson, fighting the good fight for the people of Hell's Kitchen. Then at night, he puts on an outfit, he goes out there, and he punches criminals in the face. I I think about this kind of vigilantism though sometimes in comics you know it's not a big deal you go out there you beat you beat criminals up and then you go back to bed but in real life dude you got to think if you're out there punching criminals and stuff you're not even like a policeman it's worse when policemen do it don't get me don't get me twisted on that but you're not even like anybody given any sort of an authority to enforce law and you sneak out there at night you beat the heck out of people with no evidence of anything and this is this is considered in this world to be like some kind of a kind of a laudable laudable personality trait where in real life i don't know dude i think this would make you a crazy person probably more more likely to be locked up than to be out there helping but nevertheless i love i love this fictional world of daredevil where these kind of things are like they're commonplace they're fun they're normal they're nice anybody can do it just get a mask and go punch up some hoods this this whole thing it kind of adds like this interesting uh yin yang kind of deal where like during the day he's a successful lawyer and at night he's out there he's out there breaking the law but i i don't know it's like he's a devil but during the day, he's an angel. I, I think that this all kind of, this kind of all falls into like this uh, Catholicism vibe. And that was something that when, when Kevin Smith wrote Daredevil, he he fell heavily into that. In, in, in the story, somebody somebody was trying to make Daredevil think that he was going insane. He, he had all kinds of like, you know, biblical visions and notions and stuff. And then turns out it was all all like an evil plot. I don't want to, I don't want to spoil too many things, but this was, this was the comic that came out like over 20 years ago. So it is what it is. I... I followed that arc, the Kevin Smith arc, very closely. I enjoyed it quite a bit, I gotta tell you. And then when he when he left, I believe it went into uh, Brian Michael Bendis, who was kind of like a kind of like a hotshot indie guy coming off Powers and Goldfish and and all, all the all these things. And he he really had an amazing run on on Daredevil. He introduced characters like Echo. He introduced the idea of Ronin. He he had all kinds of great things going on. One of the greatest runs of all the times. If you ask me, and I'm not I'm not super familiar. I've read a lot of the stuff, but I I find it hard to believe that the the Miller run can even hold a candle to the Bendis run. But you also have to consider that the uh, the Miller run was much 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 earlier in comics. Comics didn't have the sort of quality, you know, the quality writing that they have now. So you gotta. You gotta, like, really give credit for the, the groundwork for quality comic writing that, that Miller Miller did back back in the day. But Bendis, Bendis had a great time with it, man. You saw Daredevil get unmasked. You saw Daredevil get arrested. And then when he passed when he passed the series on to, to Brubaker, who, fo- who followed him, he left this, this cliffhanger. You got your guy Daredevil thrown into jail. And it's like, Murdoch's in there. He's blind. He's alone. And, and Brubaker really had a, a lot of fun with that. The, the Punisher ended up getting arrested on purpose. And he came into the jail and fought fought criminals with Daredevil. This was this was really good stuff. And I believe I believe the next big run was the Mark Wade run. That was really fun. And the... The Zadarsky run right now is great. In this, we've seen um, Daredevil have to flitter off and do something, and Elektra became Daredevil, and she was out there as a as a feminine Daredevil fighting crime, much in the way that uh, Murdoch does. And now Murdoch is back from wherever the heck he was, and they are going to fight crime together as the Daredevils. It's going to be going to be a hoot, man. They found ways to keep these things fresh all these years, and I really. 
I really appreciate I really appreciate me a good Matt Murdock story. But beyond that, let's let's take a quick look and see what sort of what sort of powers our guy Murdock has. Four, four. Powers and abilities. Like what can they do and such. Daredevil possesses the normal human strength of a man his age, height, and build who engages in intensive regular exercise. Daredevil's five senses are heightened to beyond that of even superhumanly enhanced sense. Although Murdoch is blind, he can see by means of his radar sense, which acts not unlike sonar. Daredevil is an Olympic-level athlete and gymnast, possessing extraordinary agility, endurance, skill and balance. Daredevil's unique fighting style, a blend of ninjutsu, judo and American-style boxing, makes effective use of his billy club, which is used as both a baton and grappling hook. Let's, uh, let's start with that grappling hook deal. The, the gimmick is that he carries two sticks with him, like he's a master of the Filipino stick fighter style Arnis, and he has his... He has his bastons. Occasionally, you'll see them with like with like a hook on the end, like a, like a cane. You could reach out and pull pull somebody like you're you're yanking them off stage at the Apollo. They they can also have like a rope between them, like a cable, and I've seen them like use it like nun, nunchuck style. Also, as kind of a grappling hook, like he'll throw it from like one building to the next, hook it and swing down. These are these are very versatile comic book weapons. His his actual factual powers though are his his super senses when. When he first flipped the switch from Murdoch to Daredevil when he was young and he got he got blinded. This was all this was all very disorienting to him. He would he would vomit from the sound, he would hear things down the street. It was just it was all too much to handle. It felt like things were coming at him from all directions. And then then this homeboy named Stick came and he he trained him in the uh, the art of how to how to get by with these senses. He also he also trained him in the arts of ninjutsu and all that all that stuff. This is this is shown in the Daredevil television program that's presently on Disney Disney Plus. They they actually do a pretty good job of uh, illustrating the whole thing. Much better much better than the film did of, of illustrating Daredevil. I I did see that. I saw the Daredevil movie. I went to see it in the theater. I, I had to I had to go by myself for this one. It was a rare a rare go by myself trip, which is always, which is always kind of fun. It was always, you know, I remember I made a whole day of it and I, I took the bus to downtown because the movie theater is right next to the bus stop. And I said, you know, I'm going to take the bus and just like chill there, read a book, and then I'll take the movie in, and then I'll come back home on the bus. And the movie was so whack that I ended up, ended up leaving, which is, which is like something I, I never do. But, uh, that was, that was the rare case of something being so bad. And I actually don't think it's that bad. I think I... I think I was just in my emotions that day and I didn't didn't want to see the film as much as I I thought I did. But these these senses can be overwhelming and it took a lot of training with stick and a lot of discipline and a lot of all that stuff to be able to to get them to the level where he can use them to his benefit and to the benefit of all as a superhero. They also I believe they also allow him like some extra sensory perceptions in in the sense that like he's so he's so in tuned to the atmosphere and the sound and the feelings of things that he can he can leap better, like he can land better, land on smaller targets, he can perform these acrobatic stunts, and I think that they're all just kind of, well, they obviously they're in, in line with his body because he's a Olympic level athlete with intense training, but I think, I think in some ways they're, they're kind of in line with his powers, you know, he's using, he's using his extra senses to guide his body through superhuman flips, I, I can't say this for sure, but it does, it does feel like something that's, that's definitely true, Daredevil 
also has like, he also seems like he has like superhuman will. You'll see him get beat and you'll see him get battered. And he's always, he's always covered in bruises. He's always all jacked up, but he still finds some way to come out no matter, no matter what. He's, he's just, he's very obsessed. He's very similar to like a, like a Batman over in the, over in the DC universe. In some ways he is kind of, sort of, very reminiscent of Batman, but he wears, but he wears red. He does have little horns too. I, I like the, the horns and the daredevil helmet. I think that these are, I think these are a good defensive and offensive measure. They're, they're right on his forehead. So if dudes are like throwing blows, like fisticuffs at him, I think, I think he can like move his head in a, in a manner to use these spikes in like a defensive way, like lead people to land on the spikes and potentially damage their hand. And I bet, I bet if you're delivering a headbutt, man, you can headbutt somebody and, and land that spike right into their forehead. Very, very brutal. Daredevil is a very vicious fighter. He he fights to uh, put people down. He's tough. He's from the streets of Hell's Kitchen. Daredevil's, Daredevil's just one of my favorites, dude. I've been reading this for so long. I just, I, I love the character in my soul. I love, I love uh, Murdoch's foibles. He's always having problems with girls. He's always having problems with ninjas. He's having problems with court and the law because... On top of being a superhero, he's also a lawyer, and in 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 part of the the Bendis run, he runs into trouble with this because he gets outed. He gets outed as Daredevil, and there's a chance they're going to overthrow every case he's ever tried in because as Daredevil, as a vigilante, he's biased. He's probably gathered illegal evidence, all kinds of stuff. And you know what? That's not completely unfounded. If I was a criminal, and I got put away, and I found out the guy was Daredevil, and maybe he gains him illegal some illegal evidence by beating people up. I might want the case thrown out too. This isn't this isn't completely out of bounds. I can't recall how that eventually went down, but that was that was pretty cool. I like it when when you take a story and you just kind of follow it to the end. Like they they started off with this, you know, what happens if he gets caught as Daredevil? Well, besides being outed as a person and the and the personal issues that's going to cause. He's also he's also a lawyer. What problems are those going to cause? This this led to our homie getting thrown in jail. It was all all fun stuff. All very, very enjoyable comic reading. Read the Bendis run. It's great. It has a great art, dude. This fantastic art. It's him and Malieve who worked on uh, Alias, you know, Jessica Jones together. And this is, this is great. It kind of ties into that Jessica Jones universe. I, I loved it, dude. That Bendis run was one of my favorite things in, in all of comicdom. I'm, I'm a big Bendis guy, though. I liked his run on this. I loved his run on uh, the Avengers. I thought that was great. The new Avengers was one of my favorite runs of all the time in space. But this is this is uh, about Daredevil today. Let's let's move forward. I think we're going to uh, what we're going to do right now is we're going to hop in the online and we're gonna we're gonna take a look at Daredevil's first appearance, like what what that's worth. Maybe maybe examine some Daredevil action figures, of which I'm sure there's been millions. Maybe some Daredevil cards. Some uh, we'll see what kind of weird and wacky stuff we can find on the online. President's Day weekend. A new hero arrives, and the moving event of the year begins. The wait is over. Daredevil. You're holding back. Only in theaters. What was their first appearance? Is it valuable? Any cool toys or anything like that? Daredevil's first appearance was Daredevil number one in uh, 1964. It's it's a pretty pricey comic, dude. When you're on the online looking around, when you get up into like graded ones that uh, get into like the range of nine, you're talking as high as like $125,000 asking price, which is which is crazy, bro. But like 
in reality, for like an ungraded one that's in, in pretty fair shape, you're probably you're probably going to be paying like three to five thousand dollars on a, on a good day. I don't have this comic. I would like to have this comic. I really would, but like that's a lot of money, bro. Even if I could afford it, I don't know if I could drop that much on a comic. Maybe maybe like a thousand would be, I think, the top that I could ever conceivably spend on a comic. But that's that's crazy to me, dude. That's nuts. I I, I see why it's valuable though. The the drivers for comic value tend to be like a movie. Like a movie appearance or like a TV appearance. And our guy's had both. He's had a movie and he's had a TV. And he's coming back to TV. So the the price of that is is, is pretty hot right now. I, I like this one because he has the yellow and red costume. Now, you know, he wears all red. He wears kind of red and like a, like a darker red. But in this, he has like a dark red and like a yellow arms and, and mask. I think... I think that's a cool look. I, I I hope that he rocks it. I've seen pictures of him potentially rocking it in some some upcoming Marvel stuff. So hopefully hopefully that does play out. I remember I remember back in the day. This is back in the days of uh what was it KB Toy KB Toys and Hobbies. They they had the KB in the mall, the downtown mall here. And the wife at the time, the girlfriend, was working at the mall. But she had a friend, a mall friend, who worked at KB. And there was this. This, I believe it was pre-Marvel Legends. It was like this amazing Spider-Man set. And in the set was a Daredevil. And the chase for that set was the yellow-suited Daredevil. And I already had the red. I was into Daredevil already at the time because of the Kevin Smith stuff. And I wanted the yellow Daredevil. And she said if she ever if she ever found it, that she would grab it for us and, and keep it so that we could come get it. But she never did. She... She followed up. She followed up and said that she did, in fact, look. Like, she looked a lot, and she never she never came across it. So maybe, maybe there was, like, another toy boy working in the store, which is which is honestly very likely, because this was, was when, like, toydom was, like, very, very popular. Let's see if we can find that yellow Daredevil the, and see what that, that goes for. Daredevil action figure. Let's type in Daredevil action figure yellow. That, that should probably lead us to it on the... On the online. There was one made a couple years ago that was not the one we're looking for. That's a Marvel legend. It is Spider-Man Classics Series 2 Daredevil Yellow 60s variant by Toy Biz. This one is carded and it's 129 which is what... I don't know. You'd kind of expect something like that. Let's see. Let's just see what a loosey-goosey one sells for. If we can, we can find that. You can pick that one up for like... For like 30 bucks, there was also a Marvel Toy Biz uh, earlier version of um, him in the, in the yellow suit. Here's a Marvel Legends Walgreens in yellow suit, 20 bucks. If you want a yellow Daredevil, you're, you're going in for like 20 bucks. Let's, uh, let's see what his rookie card is. This is something I've gotten into, non-sports rookie cards. Just, it is, hmm, dun dun dun, uh, oh, it's a 1966 gum card. Marvel Superheroes gum cards by Don Russ. 1966. That one's listed at like $188. Then there's a Marvel Universe card. Some people consider that to be his rookie because the other one's a sticker. That's an interesting uh, discussion. Is a sticker a rookie card? I, I think in some ways yes, in some ways no. It depends on how, how tightly you define card. It is like a trading card that... That came in a pack, so it is it is a rookie card, but maybe you can say I, I only trade in non-stickers or whatever. I don't know. I see it either way. I think I think it's all fine. I don't I'm not hard about these things. I don't really care. Let's um I wonder what we can find about Daredevil that's that's a little fun, a little wacky. Did he ever have like a bendy back in the day? I wonder. Let's 
Let's see, he was a Bendy back in 1989. There's a Red Daredevil Bendy. He was in the uh, Super Powers line. I, I have a Daredevil I bought the other day, the small retro um, Marvel Legends Daredevil. He's like 3.5 inches, kind of like a reaction figure. I bought that. That was that was over in the uh, Target. Let's see how much those Bendis books cost. Because I think that you should pick those up. Bendis, we'll just say trade paperback. We'll, we'll see where it goes from there. You can pick up the entire set for, somebody has here one listed for 90 bucks of all the trades, which isn't, which isn't bad, honestly. There's a ultimate collection that's very expensive, but then the loose ones, you're talking like eight, nine dollars each, and they, they're definitely worth it. You can probably find these in, in used bookstores, if you do have like a used bookstore near you that sells comics. Fortunately, we have two in my neck of the woods. There's Paperbacks Unlimited over on Highway 12, and then there's there's Treehorn Books downtown, and Treehorn has, they have a pretty decent collection of uh, used comic graphic novels and stuff. They do also at, um, at paperbacks, but the Treehorn one is much better. I found stuff at paperbacks. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, so try those. You, you can also find these at flea markets. Honestly, I do see these Daredevil trades. They were, they were honestly fairly popular at the time when they came out, so they, they kind of pop up more in, in the, uh, you know, secondhand, uh, deal. Let's, Let's see what we can just, I don't know, let's just goof around and then look for a sec. It's always fun to look for Daredevil stuff. Uh, let's see, Evil Knievel. I typed in Daredevil and Evil Knievel came up. Uh, he's a Daredevil, that's that's for sure. I should have put Marvel to uh, be a little more specific. Uh, da, da, da. Here's a Daredevil shirt from the 70s. That's really cool. Here's an Iron-On. An Iron-On from uh, Gene Conlon art. Here's a mix, a bunch of... There's all sorts of stuff, dude. Daredevil's been around. He's been around and around again. If you if you're looking for like a Daredevil figure, I'm not even kidding. You could just go down to the store and you might be able to find one. You might be able to find one now. I've I've been trying to get a complete run of Daredevil comics. The 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 trick is I want to do it only from like the flea market or like thrift stores or whatever. I I realize at some point I'm gonna have to go online to get some of the higher priced ones, but I'm I'm holding off as long as I can. I. I have a good deal of the first 100. I, I think the earliest one I have is three. I have like four of the first 10. I don't have the first appearance of the owl, which I think is number number four, but I do have I do have Stilt Man. I have uh, I have a whole bunch. And then, you know, from the later stuff, I have, I, have, uh, I have quite a bit because I've been reading continuously for a while, but I gotta get some fill-ins and you, you do find them. You find them online. You, I mean, you find, you find them at the flea market quite a bit. The, what I do is, unfortunately, is I buy them over and over again. I can't, I can't help myself. I'll buy like the same ones and then I forget. I need to keep like, like some kind of an app that keeps track of my, my comics or even just like, even just like write it on a note card and put it in my wallet with all the ones, all the ones that I have. So I think they were, I think they were about up on it, guys. A lot of Daredevil info shared today. We all learned. We all had a good time together. We found out about some comics. We found out about some stuff. He's going to be returning to TV probably by the time you hear this. I'm sure he's going to be making some movie appearances. It's, it's all good, man. Daredevil is in the public consciousness now. It took him a while to get over, but eventually he did. From the 1960s all the way today, he has grown and grown and grown. Daredevil, our guy on the top. So... If you, if you want more fun stuff like this, hop on over to uh, icrobots.com. We have the whole IC Robots radio uh, network. I got the flagship show, my show, World's Famous. We got uh, the Mr. Sensational Gino Vega podcast. We got, we got Geek Fest Rants with Carlos Perone. That's an amazing show. There's such a, such a back catalog of those, and they're all fun, all great. You can find all that good stuff over at icrobots.com. That is IC, 
as if I am looking for them. I-S-E-E-Robots.com. Follow me on the tweets. At IC Robots. Instagram, at IC Robots. I am all over the place. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for dropping by. Make sure to tell a friend. And until we meet again, make mine a marvel. This has been IC Robots Radio Production. IC Robots Radio is a listener-supported in data. If you like what we do and we make your day a little easier, please consider tossing a few bucks our way to help keep the life support running. All money collected goes to help us prepare for future space pirate attacks. Go on over to supportthereport.com for all the details. Thanks and have a great week.